Cootsies. That would be the, you know, we were talking about recently, was like, what should I be getting into? Mm-hmm. You go hike the Appalachian Trail, bro. That would be wild. It's yeah, what's that like, do you think? What is that like? Is that... I've heard the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, me too. I don't know anything about it other than it exists. Steve, you know anything about the Appalachian Trail? Nope. Why are you calling it the Appalachian? Is it Appalachian or Appalachian? 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 I guess it doesn't really matter. Potatoes, potatoes. But uh, people say tomato, tomato. It's like, who the fuck calls it a tomato? Um, I don't know anybody who calls it a tomato. I know, but they, that's like a saying, right? And no, I don't know. Oh, tomato, says- tomato. No, it's not. It's tomato. <laughs> I get pissed yeah, same with that. potato. Like, yeah, yeah, potato. potato, potato. It's like, the, the, you that's say a potato? stupid saying. You yeah. say tomato, I say beef jerky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid, man. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Uh, you're wrong. Yeah, there's, it's, not, it's not tomato. <laughs> not at all. Nobody says it that way. Not me. Maybe people from Fargo. We've been watching Fargo recently. I know. They pronounce stuff pretty weird. Yeah, that's it's interesting because Fargo is 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 up near Canada, uh-huh. and there's some similarities in the way they pronounce their O's. Yeah, it seems to be like a softer, um, rounded mouth. Like I'm, I can't even honestly do it. But yeah, it's like, like their vol like, their vowels are vo- different. Vowels. It's like instead of a e i o u, it's like a e i o u a e. They go up there and we're gonna have some little fun doing stuff there. Oh yeah, the cupcake donuts. The cupcake, <laughs> the cupcake donuts, donuts, don't you know? Don't you know? It's weird. weird my my uh, the, the guy I was living with in New York was from Wisconsin. He doesn't sound like anything besides a New Yorker. Honestly, I'm always, like I don't know how many people from there I've met, but well, what's funny is that you can live right next door to like if you're from Boston, mm-hmm. right? Like. There's people from Boston that have a very New England accent, and then there's people who li- would live right down the street from them that mm-hmm. have no- that don't have that at all. And I mm-hmm. think maybe it's from the influence of television. Like you can hear so many different dialects just sitting at home. Yeah, I like it when people think that I have an accent. What what type of accent would they think you have? Yeah, I, just like a Pacific Northwest accent, I assume. I don't know. Hmm. <clears throat> I just like it. They're typically people from, even in, living in New York, they're just like, oh, you, you're you not from here, are you? I'm just like, no. Who is? <laughs> There's, you know, uh, everybody's a transplant out there. But at the same time, people from foreign countries and stuff that just like the American accent in and of itself. Um, I just like that. I don't, I'm, it's, it's so weird because I don't even actually hear... I can hear it and I can imitate it, uh, but my dad's accent has like gone through my mm. ears for so long that I don't right. even like, it just sounds like a normal person talking. Same, same with Taz. Mm-hmm. I'll hear a different Australian speak. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, dude, you got, you're laying it on thick. Yeah. But Taz, I don't, doesn't sound like Taz has an accent to me anymore. Yeah. She has a thick one. Super thick. Yeah. And my dad's accent is super thick. Super huh? thick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I hear it when we're like watching the videos back and stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, that's there. But mm. for so much of my life, I just yeah, just so like, that's, just, that's just a that's just a guy talking English. <laughs> yeah, his accent's very thick. I know. I'm about to go see my daddy. It'll be fun. Yeah, we gotta we gotta shoot <clears throat> a Diego Gavilanis TV show. Just follow him around with camera. I'm interested to see what he you know. 
different people interact with cameras differently. Yeah. I don't think he'd do well. Yeah. He'd he, just be like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. got to get people in a natural habitat. I wonder if there's much theory or thought on how you do that well, right? Like capture people in their natural habitat unnatural. Like it's not natural to immortalize human beings through a lens. It's just not a natural thing. And, but I'm sure there are more natural documentarians who are able to assimilate to a group of humans, a single person and make them feel comfortable enough whilst there's a camera out to be themselves. And I don't know, like, I'd be interested to see what type of person does that really well. Um, I've like, been around some photographers who do it pretty well, but uh, but never a videographer. Yeah, it's really hard to try to make people act naturally when there is uh, <clears throat> when there's cameras around. Right, because it's, it's just, a completely it's unnatural thing. thing. It doesn't have to be. It's just like this is just here. Well, <clears throat> documenting something, right, and storing it as like ones and zeros on a hard drive eventually, right? Like hard drives are kind of our new scrolls or our new weird. They're going to like, if we blow the thing to bits, right? They'll come and find these like hard drive server farms in the middle of Nevada and all, all of our recorded history will be on them. Who knows if they'll be able to like... Is del- that where they are? Is that what it is? is that pretty, like a- I don't know where they all are, but I know there's gigantic server farms uh, in Nevada. Um, and I think... Yeah, I'm not sure where, that, where they all are at. But YouTube itself must have a farm. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's like a... I mean, let's look at it. What is they have <laughs> look to at be. it on YouTube? I guess that would make sense. Yeah, it's uh, that seems wild. Inside a Google data center, a data center is the brains of the internet. Yeah, I want to hear you talk, bro. Yeah, shut up, Dwayne Dwight Slevin. So that's what. I mean, that's not even, but that's just one of them. That's just like a Google, one Google data center. Center. Go inside. You don't want to see what it looks like inside. I would walk in there and walk out immediately. I wouldn't know what the hell I was looking at. Just confused. You just get yeah. a headache. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> hey. So like all of, I, so <clears throat> what we have over there, that black box, right? That we store all of our episodes on. Mm-hmm. That is <clears throat> a NOS bay or essentially a server that has hard drives in it. And whenever you record something digitally, it stores all that information in ones and zeros hey. and stores it on the hard drive, right? So this, what you're seeing right here, if you're not watching this on YouTube, but you're listening to it, essentially we're looking inside of a Google data center, which is just like, it's like a Walmart, but in instead of aisles of chips it's just aisles of servers each one of those little lines right there that's like a server bay has probably i have no idea how much 
storage you could put in one of those, but that's one of those NOSes. Wow. So to think of that whole thing, and that's just one of them. Yeah. That's just one of the many inside a Google data center. So obviously they have like a ton of them, Mm -hmm. but what a trip, dude. It's wild, bro. I mean, and and that's kind of like what human existence is right now. Because we're all storing our life now digitally. Into a cloud. Yeah, like nobody has printed pictures of themselves anymore. I mean, you printed us that book and it was so special. That's that's what's weird is that printing a book for somebody now and giving it as a gift is like a special thing. Right. It always was, I guess. Well, but honestly, we could have accessed every single one of those photos on our phone. But because somebody assembled them and put them outside of our phone, it was special. Yeah. I have plenty of friends who like walk around in their phone with all of their recorded history, mm-hmm. like thousands of pictures. Yeah. Um, I, dude, I just checked mine the other day. I have like over 10,000 photos and they only go back to like 2015 or 16. Yeah. You probably lost a phone or something. And yeah. Where did all those yeah, pictures does, Steve, go? doesn't Laura have like every photo she's ever taken? Probably. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool when you have, I mean, God, you can get so lost going back into your photos and just look at, like I did when I was making that thing for you guys. I was just like, oh my God, this is awesome. Yeah, my earliest photos, I think in my phone, I don't have my phone on me, but they're like maybe 2010. I, I, how do you go back and get those? You just don't, <clears throat> they're gone, they're gone. Yeah, I mean, they're gone. That sucks, man. My unless dad you print to, them, <clears throat> unless you print them out or you have, but like 2010, they didn't have the cloud services mm-hmm. like they so do you today. just still have those i just like every time i've gotten a new phone i mean i back everything i'm very kind of anal about that i have one of those nos systems at my house plugged into my wi-fi router so every time i enter my house all of the things i've created digitally upload onto that thing but if that thing blows up then goodbye, bye, bye, gone, gone. Bye, bye. I never existed. I don't think we existed right now, dude. What you think about that? That's heavy, bro. What you don't think we exist? No, I think we exist. People say that we're in like a simulation, and I, I don't know. I think. How that's, does that make you feel? Does that make your brain hurt? Uh, a little bit. It's a little over my head, and I just kind of am like, I don't know, man. I'm like feeling things and seeing things and experiencing things, and I choose to not buy into that mess of a idea. Yeah. It's just too much. It's just like, do I want to stress myself out? We're living in a simulation. Well, I'm simulating punching you in the mouth right now. Can you feel that algorithm, you little bitch? Yeah, I can, dude. It hurts. It hurts because you know what? I feel all those thoughts, Steve. Just the idea that you would want to do it hurts me. So I'm. that's how I know I'm not in a simulation because I'm feeling so emotional about it. Have you, um, have you guys read much about uh, Google's quantum computer that they just invented hell no dude steve no it's wild apparently it's it's like a hundred thousand times faster than any computer we have on the planet what is the point like i mean like obviously it's go fast but like (laughs) computers are seemingly pretty fast as it is so it's like it's quantum it's a quantum computer and so okay I don't understand it at all, but essentially, (laughs) 
like this computer that they just invented a year ago. It's, it's the hold on. It's a quantum, quantum. computer. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just quantum. I'm just talking about shit. I know. I'm just, I'm just listening. I'm just laughing at how stupid we are. Like, a, yeah, Google and NASA's quantum artificial intelligence lab. So, uh, I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't understand the word quantum. Like when somebody says like quantum physics, I'm just like, what the fuck? I don't understand what that means. But how I under how when I'm listening to people who are much smarter than me express what that is, I go, oh, that's a big deal. I guess right. And it seems like that sounds 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 important. That leap in engineering. <laughs> Is like what the leap in engineering when we wrote the movie Terminator. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we figured out. No, like Jurassic Park, right? So like the the CGI that went into Jurassic Park, it was groundbreaking. Nobody had ever done that before. And it changed movies forever. Now movies, a movie set is just green. Everything, everybody's green, top to bottom. And then they make the universe in post, right? So that, that Jurassic Park leap that James Cameron made mm. changed movie filmmaking and I changed know, the trajectory. Think I think you're thinking of... Uh, oh, was it Spielberg? You're thinking, you, of, you're thinking Avatar. of Avatar. No, I'm not thinking of Avatar. I'm well, thinking of Jurassic Steven Park. Spielberg Jurassic Park was, Jurassic was robotics. It wasn't robotics. It was, it was CGI. It was like one of the first glimpses into what animated CGI could be. And I th and was it Spielberg who did Jurassic Park? Yes. Okay. So that changed movies and cinema forever. But it was robotics. It wasn't robotics. It was it some. Ro it was robotics. It was some robotics and some CGI. Great movie. But like like the Tyrannosaurus Rex, right? There was that was a robot. But there's like the like big the little shots where like the planes where you're like, it's like a helicopter. Flyover. That's all CGI. And when it came out, it was like, oh my God, right? So that's what I think this quantum computer is. It's like, it's going to change the course of human history forever. We're not going to be needed. We're going to get a hologram of you on stage and I'm going to have an animation of me on screen. Yeah, I mean, the, there's definitely truth And they're going to be that. perfect performances. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm interested to see what... Because now with like face uh, recognition technology, and like if you guys seen... Steve, you're constantly sending me like videos of you being leonardo dicaprio <laughs> Those are right it's like deep fake videos what's yeah. that what's that app called i don't know <laughs> send us Christ. one so we can I'm look at reading, it i'm reading about jurassic park cgi right now or okay. what are you finding out it doesn't Fact use a lot of cgi it does not no it doesn't use a lot of cgi but five it was minutes. the five minutes was the first movie to do so is what i'm saying right. uh or use that specific type yeah, I mean, of it certainly looks good no, does it hold up still? Jurassic Park? Yeah. No, I mean like the CGI. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Jurassic Park is awesome. Yeah, it doesn't look dated at all. That's crazy. It looks great. Um, 
Yeah, a- Avatar was like all CGI. I think that's what you were thinking of. Because that was no, like, no, no, no. Okay. <clears throat> I wasn't. I was talking. Okay. I was speaking of Jurassic Park because it was the first movie to ever use a computer graphics animation. Really? Yeah. I feel like that's not the in this case. in the capacity I, that it did mm-hmm. did that. It was the f- it was one of the first, if not the first, to use some sort of computer generated animation. Wow. And then fast forward 15 years and you have Avatar, which is all computer graphics. Dude, he's working on Avatar 2 and 3 that wow. are going to come out in like At the 20. same time. I think so. I'm not Crazy. really sure. It was, seems been, like it would be smart, actually. He's been working on those. He's, he worked on Avatar for like 20 years before Avatar came out. And he's been working. And it's been, I think that movie came out in like 2008. That must be wild to... Uh, to work on something like that, right? That's so heavily based in graphics and animation because that technology has got to be changing rapidly every year. Yeah. Well, James wow. Cameron is on it. Yeah, he's on it. <laughs> I think he that's probably why he's like again. waiting for things to continue to, I think he's probably inventing a lot of technologies for himself mm. for these movies. James Cameron, uh, I'm pretty sure did this like bonkers deep sea dive. Did he f- did make a movie that way? Uh, Is this what I'm thinking? Crazy. Of? I'm saying like Alfred Hitchcock used CGI in Vertigo in 1958. What? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> he used a computer graphic? I mean, for what that would be, yeah. There's the, like a whole history of like the first like full movie was in 1983. And it looked like crap. <laughs> and it was all computer generated I mean, whatever, I guess, animation. How, how, however you would... Define computer. Define computer. Yeah, at the at the time. Yeah, we watched Total Recall over at Jamil's house. Yeah, that was yeah. terrible. It was yeah. so bad, but there was some CGI in that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that movie. It was uh... okay. So the first Western animated film to use computer graphics as they are today was The Last Starfighter in 1984, and that's like when he's flying the plane. It's like a video game. Huh. But um, yeah, it doesn't look anything like Jurassic Park. <laughs> Yeah, I remember watching some some like director's cut behind the scenes about Jurassic Park and what they were able to pull off for that time. And it was it seemed like a very groundbreaking technology. Oh, I'm sure. Um, Uh I don't have any interest in computer graphics for making movies as far as I'm like, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, artist. it doesn't do anything for me. I, it, I mean, it does, it does, you see it and you're like incredible, but as a creative myself, I don't have the interest of utilizing that, um, uh, interest or budget. Even well, if I had the budget, man, <clears throat> I don't know. I can't speak to it because it depends on the type of filmmaking, but I, if I don't know, I guess like, the mo- a, movies that lean to it's really kind of any art form that leans too heavily on computers sort of loses me do you like pixar movies yeah, i was gonna say what about pixar oh yeah shit i love pixar that They're doesn't count beautiful because like doesn't like count. marvel no it does it does totally yeah. count so i'm talking about like you like marvel movies i just i can't handle so i can't do it movie, green screen. movies that just like bleed into each other with like re- reality th- and computer. yeah well no because pixar movies are very much so like not founded in reality they're they're disconnected from reality and they 
pull from elements of real life, but like Toy Story is an incredible movie. It's one of the best. Completely made up. I don't know what it is about Marvel movies and like movies that I just, I don't like them. Yeah. I don't like Inception or like. Yeah. Inception I love. So I guess it's not the like leaning too heavily on CGI. It's like the, there's something about like superheroes that just. Well, you've also said before, like you're, you, you have a hard time, uh, like buying into fantastical stuff. Yeah, I've always had a hard time buying into fantasy. To like, like uh, sci-fi. That's a better. That's a better term. Like sci-fi movies have really. But Avatar, I loved. It's weird. Oh, we watched Avatar recently. It's <clears throat> so stupid. I mean, it's a great idea. Like Fern Gully was Avatar, right? But the, like the dialogue and the acting in it is so garbage. It's so bad. Like Susan Sarandon. I think Susan Sarandon. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Gorns. Um, like she's obviously a legendary actress, but like, uh, God, man, the di- we watched we watched because I was like, dude, this is gonna be so cool to watch again. We watched it on the projector. <laughs> Giovanni like, Ribisi. God, yeah, Giovanni Ribisi, dude. He's one of those uh, one of the scientists in the in the lab. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was not good. It was just like, God, this dialogue is so. It was like they spent all the money on the graphics and like they were they wrote the script in 24 hours it could have i mean that was probably one of the first times actors have had to act in a like set that i would imagine was just all green i doubt it i mean i don't i don't know i mean a lot of even the that doesn't that that doesn't uh justify how poor some of the acting was it was really bad yeah when eddie murphy can talk to five different characters that are tennis balls that are him and nail it perfectly yeah (laughs) well i guess my my point is is that uh the difference between eddie murphy well one it's eddie murphy um but prior to avatar i don't know how many movie studios were shooting full green screen like full green everything so that they could manipulate it in post and if you're the first actor to ever attempt to give a compelling performance in that space it might be really difficult and that's Mm maybe maybe what you saw yeah was like you hold on james you want me to just like act like there's like i mean there's nothing around here there's no buttons there's no like i'm not in any set i'm literally just in a green opaque room it must be was like a green pool yeah it must be super bizarre to act that way but still just like the dialogue written i'm sure those guys weren't just ad-libbing avatar (laughs) (laughs) so like the dialogue was just it was bad it was just bad like if you want to take the time to go back and watch it you'll know what i'm talking about because it was just like yikes dude this so many like one-liners and like punchy things and just it was the it was bad worst avatar lines (laughs) yeah they're gonna have they ain't gonna have any avatar the movie avatar Um, at all but uh but yeah, I, I but that's a weird thing about sci-fi. Like I I want to be more into sci-fi because it pulls from uh uh you know, like human psychology and and where the world is going and kind of like these very thought-provoking places and and typically like pulls from reality. It's just told in a story that's like more vast outside of what mm-hmm. we know. Yeah. And so for that reason I try to like dig and sink my teeth into that type of stuff, but I I have a hard time with it myself. It loses me so quick, I think, because of, um, yeah, I don't know. It just has, uh, 
some fantasy I can totally buy into and get to. I think if there's too many non-human elements connected to what looks like humans, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think I get lost in Toy Story because I'm like, oh, well, this is an animated, like these are toys. Yeah. These are, this is all fake. Yeah. But like, I think with the Marvel stuff. your disbelief. Yeah, it's 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 like I'm teetering in between because the Marvel people have like real human qualities while also possessing the ability to like shoot fire out of their dicks. Yeah. I, I just... God, I wish I could shoot fire out of my dick. I mean, I could introduce you to a couple. You like... <clears throat> you're kind of a sci-fi dude aren't you steve you you like read books and sci-fi don't don't you or am i mistaken no i mean i wouldn't say like i'm a sci-fi buff by any means mm-hmm. but i mean i enjoy you know star wars <laughs> yeah and stuff uh yeah the matrix dude we watched the matrix i That's i, a great I movie. enjoy the fantasy in 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 uh the kind of like extension of human mind and experience versus it just being like a reality yeah that i live in yeah mm. yeah the um are you a marvel universe fan yeah i'd say i was yeah yo you were is it not a, is it is it no I, I am i mean i i'm sure they'll re remake it but like do do i like batman and do i like those movies yeah i do they're fantastical so i take them right. like that i don't take them literally I don't need to let my projection be a part of what I'm taking from what they're giving. Right. Yeah. I I was I was always amused by those movies until they're just until it got too much, and I was just I couldn't keep up with it. And there's so much storyline that happens in between itself, and all these different movies and like branches off different movies, and it was just too much. And that's what happened with Star Wars for me too. I can't keep up with that stuff. So I just watch movies about. Life, trials and tribulations, and the hardships of being a working class human being in the world. <laughs> hardships of being a, <laughs> being somebody who plays pretend for a living. Hardships yep. of hammer pants. You guys want to see something fun? This is a bear charge, 2012. <laughs> have, you, have you seen this or are you just playing it? <laughs> no, right no, I'm just playing CGI it. Or it had a million views, so it's probably pretty good. Oh my God. Oh my God, dude. What is he doing? If that started charging me, I wouldn't do shit. I would just say, I would just prepare to die. What is he doing? Oh, right. Like that bear. What? Dude, this guy sucks. That guy's a badass, bro. What are you talking about? No, he's not. He's just an idiot. What are you going to do in that situation? He put himself in that situation. Oh, my God. What do you mean? He's out hunting. He didn't go... F- uh, let me go find a grizzly and just get it to charge me. Let me put myself on camera, point a big-ass gun at this bear, He's laugh. Out. He's out hunting. And say, fuck yeah, I got this fucking ripper ready to fucking represent. That would be so terrifying, dude. I, I've, already, oh I've pooped my, my pants already. I cannot... <laughs> Yikes. <clears throat> that is the worst. This, uh, this, um, ability to play videos on our podcast 
is real fun for us. Probably <laughs> real annoying for people listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are the rights deals with that? Cause you always talk about like, if you play music, they'll take you down. They don't take you down. If you play uncle, uncle cheddar, Bob, I think if our, in the, I think the if our podcast time. was getting more than like seven views yeah, yeah, yeah. on YouTube, they might like demonetize us. If we played audio, like we could play the video for just me and Julian as like reference, but it's when you utilize it in your video. Mm-hmm. That's where the the copyright law comes into play, and then you can you can be demonetized for that specific video. For us, it doesn't matter because we're not making any money on YouTube anyways. But for a gigantic podcast that's getting millions of views every time they post a clip, you know that's like legit money, um, and you don't want to be pulled off YouTube if that's like a main revenue stream. Definitely not for us, though. <laughs> Definitely not for us. No, 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 no. Well, thanks YouTube for letting us be on your spot. I, w- I wish more people would watch us. <laughs> <laughs> it's high production, baby. High production. Yeah, I, what do you know but about I've this? noticed though too, like my favorite podcasts, I try to sit down and, and watch them. I'll throw them on. And like, I don't focus on them the same way because I'll put them on in the background, right? Like if I'm upstairs editing a video or something, I'll throw on like one of my favorite podcasts is um, Bad Friends with Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee. And, uh, I don't listen to it the same way as if I'm, if I were like out running mm-hmm. and I've got my ear pods in. Yeah. Uh, so I think people who are listening, just listening are probably actually leaning in more. So to all those people, we love you. Yeah. Thank you for being and, here uh, with us. Thanks for checking in. Trains. Keep it I don't, real. I don't watch, uh, I don't, I don't listen to any podcasts that do the video. They, all the podcasts that I listen to are are, are strictly, strictly podcasts, strictly audio. Stri- audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I would, I might watch it. I don't know. I because whenever I'm listening to them, I'm I'm either driving or working out. Those are kind of the only armchair expert is does video. No, it doesn't. Mm-mm. Are you sure? Positive. I could have swore it did. No, but they don't. They just they like take photos and stuff and post them out. But no, you don't listen to that one, do you? Armchair expert? I yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I listened to, um, Jackie Tone's episode. Jackie's oh, yeah. been a friend of mine for a long time. And so I wanted to, yeah, we got to get, you got to get those people on. The reason why we're having so many personal podcasts is because we're taking off for a little while from each other. So we're just trying to like get ourselves situated with some podcasts so we can keep the content coming for you guys while we're away. Yeah. These ones are all like, I love the interview ones. I love kind of everything. I just love talking honestly um <laughs> i just love hearing my own voice <laughs> no not necessarily that i like just i just enjoy yeah just chatting exploring ideas um, yeah. but my favorite ones my favorite shows to do are always the ones with just us yeah i've talked to a lot of friends as well and i've who listen to this and kind of asked them or they'll reach out to me and be like, yeah, that was like great and funny and super easy. And from what I've gotten is that people think uh, we just seem to be more in our element when we're talking to ourselves, which is totally true. Because yeah. when we're talking to a guest, we're trying to kind of like navigate a conversation between you and I and the guest and then like trying to also respect the guest and like ask questions that would make them seem interesting and like keep the conversation going here. Whereas here we're just 
shooting the shit and being yeah, nards. Totally. And I'm constantly trying to sound smart. Like I noticed that whenever we have a guest on. Yeah. Like just doing my best to think about the coolest word I could say. Yeah. That would totally make me seem like my IQ is way higher than it is. And it and totally reads like you are trying to do that. Yeah. I'm just joking. It doesn't. I'm sure it does. It. I definitely know when it's happening because I'm pausing in the middle of my Because <laughs> you're trying to think about the right word to say? Try, yeah. Like I, I'm not having like flow state conversation because I'm thinking... For, I'm thinking in front of myself trying to think of like clever words to say. Yeah. My vernacular is not great. And so. I know. Don't you wish it was though? Uh, yeah. I wish I, I had. I thought you were going to be like, uh, <clears throat> nah. I wish I sounded smarter. I think it, it wouldn't change the uh, level of intelligence. In, in, like for me personally, if I just knew, well, I guess, yes, no, I would. guess they would go hand in hand. Um, but then I think there's sometimes where like, people who speak too intelligently come off like assholes mm -hmm. like well yeah there's a fine line between it i guess you can sound like an asshole if you're talking super smart because you're using big words because you're trying to impress <laughs> yeah because... you're just trying to talking super smart <laughs> can you can you tell how smart i am based on how i speak cuz i am not smart um but uh uh I feel though, like when we're doing these, I feel uh, an an ease now that I didn't in the beginning. I remember when we first started this thing, and I was like, <clears throat> God, like so many things that we've started talking about on, in every episode we've had together. I've been like, great, keep going, keep talking, keep doing whatever. But when we first started, I was just like, oh man, this is like so uninteresting and so stupid, and we need to be talking about something more important. And now it's just like random, and I don't necessarily even recognize that the cameras are here when we're talking and i mm. i feel like i don't know i'm not i if i'm gonna say something that might be uh uh c controversial or something like that yeah i might like think twice about it right just because i know i'm not just talking to you right but it's only kind of then when i have those moments of like okay think maybe check yourself before you <laughs> wreck yourself <laughs> um Hey folks, today our episode is brought to you in part by our good friends at Ladder Coffee. Head to laddercoffee.com and you can order beans directly from the brewer, as well as some of this beautiful cold brew. Locally owned and operated out of Spokane, Washington. Check it out. Ladder Coffee. I'm jacked! You bridle yourself a little bit when something can potentially be viewed as many times as it possibly can be viewed. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you do that normally anyways, I think. Yeah. Right. Like, Censor yourself. Yeah. I mean, if I'm in, if I'm in a room full of anybody, like I just, there's only a few people in my life that like, there's n absolutely, I don't feel any filter. Yeah. But even so, like if I feel like there's something that I might say to even that minor amount of people that would hurt their feelings, I will, attempt to place it in a certain regard. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think that's a good trait. I don't know. For Some sure. people might be annoyed at that. Like, well, I think my wife gets annoyed at that at times. She's just like, tell me what you mean. Yeah. You know, cause I'm like trying to beat around the bush to not to like avoid controversy. Right. And my, my Taz is very Taz much. Taz doesn't, Taz 
she doesn't buy she doesn't lashes. avoid controversy yeah. at all she's I like she just I says it the way she's dinner table sometimes sees it. <laughs> it's so good oh my god it, <laughs> i've gotten better at it it was like for so long so annoying to me what that she just calls it like it is she just well that's the interesting part is like calls it like it is calls it like she sees it right but not calls it like it is because it is so many different things to so many different people sure. constantly and so but there's something very revering of that and i think that's probably why i'm married to her attracted to her because i'm not like that yeah. i see it in this like really multi-dimensional facet which is like oh well, the way i see something it's just the way I see it. It's not how everybody else sees it. So I should really place myself in these other, you know, and you end up just tying yourself in a knot. Yeah. Whereas all you're responsible for is the way you see something. Has that always been the case between you two? Or do you think you kind of um, influence each other to be opposites more because of the way that you're acting and reacting to each other? Um, I think that I'm attracted to her because of that attribute. I think I'm attracted to her because she is a very uh, one plus one equals two type of person, right? She doesn't she doesn't hinder her opinion mm-hmm. based upon how it potentially might make me feel. She's very much so like what what you see is what you get. Whereas me, I think I'm way more calculated in everything I do. Mm-hmm. Not that she doesn't calculate what she does, but she will express her feelings. I will express how I think I should express my feelings, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I, uh, I wish I had the other capability, but I'm so terrified of controversy and like hurting people's feelings. I never, I just avoid it. And then it ends up hurting fucking, people's feelings because they see through it. Uh, I don't know if it does that. I just, it doesn't, it, it's not helpful. Yeah. Like I think I'm saving other, I'm not, I'm going to save other people from this thing. Uh, and, and ultimately you, like you can't compartmentalize that. It's, it still exists whether you talk right. about it or not. Right. Um, so I think that's probably why I'm initially, yeah, like definitely attracted to her. It ha- hasn't changed. I'm still terrified. At is like, it, is it equal parts of like you're attracted to it as much as you are like frustrated by it <laughs> when it's about me yeah it's frustrating because right like there's no what there's, do you mean well like, like what's when, an example of when it's about you when she tells me oh that, yeah. like <laughs> that i'm an asshole <laughs> right. you know <laughs> like right. that, I'm do, that i'm dumb or whatever i'm doing is <clears throat> right because like i'm the type of person who's like i'm gonna lay you down gently mm-hmm. and I may not even lay you down at all, right? Like the, right. I'm going to lay it down so gently that it just doesn't even seem like I'm laying anything down. Yeah. Whereas she's just is like, she'll drop you. And I think that personally, I'm envious of that capability because mm-hmm. my life would be so much easier if I just had the balls to hurt people's feelings. But I don't have the minerals to like hurt people's feelings. Or to be, I don't have the minerals to be the guy who people don't like when they're not around right i've had a i've had many 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 conversations about this before and i was talking to a um a friend of mine heather who uh has the the son whom i met at the ronald mcdonald house a long time ago hunter yeah and uh he my relationship with them has gone for like 15 years now maybe and she's so great and she mothers these three young boys that are 
all really cool kids in my life. And, uh, she knows me pretty well at this point. And I, and I always talk to her about like wanting to continue to work in my life, to be liked and to try and figure out the way that like is going to make me whatever it is that I'm trying to become. And at the end of the day, like I, I have this need to be, uh, admired and, and loved and it sucks, but it is, but it's true. And she was giving me this example one day when we were on the phone because uh, I was referring to how I work a lot harder than smarter. And mm -hmm. I sometimes like work really hard to maintain friendships and try to like create them and like make sure that everybody in the room knows who I am so that I feel like, great, I've touched everybody and they can all be, they can all have this impression of me that's good. Mm -hmm. She said she just, uh, this was a few months ago, she had just started uh, back at work after after they had taken a big pause from COVID. Mm -hmm. And she went back in and uh, there was new employees there at this place that she'd been at for like 20 years. Mm -hmm. And she walked in and they had this big meeting and people were meeting each other. And she said, hey, I just want everybody to know that I've been here for 20 years. I have uh, no interest in anybody that's here. Uh, I mean, being friends and doing anything other than showing up here, doing my job and leaving. Uh, I would appreciate it if you guys just kind of respected that. Like, that's just who I am. That's just what I wanted to say. I'm out. And she was like, it was incredible because almost the whole entire staff approached me thereafter and were just like, hey, that was really cool. Like, I... I really admire you for that. <laughs> Whereas I've like been trying to get people to like admire me for by like, I'm funny. <clears throat> I'm cool. I'm nice. I'm generous. I'm here. I am here. I am. I don't like and food. I don't like food. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, and she was just, she did it the exact opposite way. <clears throat> and we think uh, in my mind, I'm like, if I did that, like everybody would be like, he's such an asshole. Like I, I, I don't want to hang out with that guy. He's such a jerk. And she genuinely like, was expecting that to be the case and mm -hmm. wouldn't have cared otherwise. Like it was just like, fine. But the reality of it was that, is that everybody liked her at the end of it. And we're just like, I totally admire you. So did the exact same thing. And she worked a fraction as hard. She didn't work at all for it. She just got respect. Yeah, but did people and, leave her alone. I hope so. I don't know. I've spoken to her since and <laughs> call her up tomorrow. Hey, are people still like leaving you alone now? Or are they just like wanting to be friends with you because you're so cool? It is funny though, how potentially both of those things resulted in something you didn't like. Right. Right. Like you want everybody to like you is never going to happen. Yeah. Just because you're so. You don't want everybody to like you. You don't want everybody to like you. They love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't possess the, uh, emotional capacity to like actually give up on that idea of like trying to get people to like me. I just can't. It's fine. It's, you're a very likable person. I like you because I try, I think <laughs> you it's like actually when you're not trying. That is the, that is the, of course um, it is most. Oh, I like you the most. Of course, but it's just never going to, it's just never going to be fully gone. I'm always, I'm, I don't know. Maybe it will someday. Eventually Might when you're older, Steve possesses the capability of it's the it's great. Don't dude. give a fuck. And they and people like you, Steve, because of that. It's just like, oh, Steve's fucking awesome. He doesn't give a shit what uh, I think. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Julian, I like you. <laughs> I like you too. <laughs> Thanks. Perfect. I'm <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't know. Stop going around those Ronald McDonald schools and trying to touch everyone. 
I it's did. Not appropriate. I'm just trying to <laughs> set yourself up for that one, Dean. <laughs> I'm trying to touch people, man. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting thought experiment. The human, the human experience. To like, I'm always. Where do you think it comes from? Is it the younger child syndrome? Because we're both younger, young, youngest children. Steve, you're the oldest. I'm the oldest, yeah. The, the, the need to please? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Steve, you're the oldest, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, probably, man. It, I, it must have something to do with everything that, that uh, informed us as youngsters. I'm sure. I'm sure it came from wanting to like it please my brothers when I was older and never being able to do it until I was an adult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. The way you're raised, it's like I think about that with my parents where my dad is completely indifferent to things that he doesn't care about or like, but he loves hosting and everyone loves coming to our place to hang out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is that what you were just talking about, that like my dad couldn't care less, but everyone wants to be around that because it almost takes away their caring or their feeling like they have to try super hard to enjoy themselves where it's like just fucking enjoy yourself or don't i don't care yeah mm. you're saying when he's hosting he's he's indifferent no he's just indifferent in general to things that he doesn't really care about like if he doesn't like something he just won't like it and that's fine he doesn't care that it bothers somebody but everyone likes being around our house when i was growing up it was like the house to go hang out at because there was no pressure because I don't know, it's hard to phrase, but there was no pressure to try to impress anybody. You could just be yourself and do your thing. Mm. And that takes a lot of weight off of people trying to like be funny or the life of the party or this, that, or the other thing. It's like, just come over and hang out. I don't care if we don't talk for six hours. Just enjoy yourself, be yourself. Mm. If that makes any sense. That's such an interesting idea, be yourself. Because the word be is like a verb. Right, like being, do something. Yeah, it's do like yourself. do do nothing. Wait, what? Like do nothing is like an irony. Which be yourself always. Like, well, that's the first. That's that's the first thing you can say to me, if you want me to not be myself. Right. <laughs> like, because I'm gonna try to search for like, well, who am I? Yeah, right. yeah. It's 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 such an interesting juxtaposition mm-hmm. be That's yourself the worst thing when people say that in like an audition room they're just, like, just, just try to like you know be a little bit more you just be a little <laughs> yeah. bit more you oh like, great thanks for the note <clears throat> i'm gonna take that and run with it <laughs> thanks out the door thanks for the note I'm playing a cat in this role <laughs> yeah. <aren't I> like? <laughs> god yeah seriously they're in moments like that <laughs> aren't i playing a wombat right now <laughs> it's so silly man but yeah i don't know it 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 definitely has uh, has washed away from me more so than it existed in me when I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Man, I was like desperately seeking validation. validation. And I still am for sure. I was talking to a friend the other day. She, she was just like, you definitely like need adoration in your life. Mm. Otherwise, you feel like you're not right. So that sucks, but you know, you work. It's all right, though. It's just your love language, man. It's fine. Yeah, but like with the absence of it, am I less than myself? 
not to anyone else, but you, right. you think that way, that's just on you. Right. And so like if your self-worth is wrapped up in what other people's impressions are, which it has slowly gotten less than what it was once, it's still like if I'm not – that's why I'm like doing these – trying to do these like little solo things because it's just like – I need to sit with myself in my discomfort of being with myself without anybody around to tell me that I'm doing anything right or wrong or anything. And I can just be like, all right, I'm uncomfortable right now. I feel like I should probably like text somebody and ask them if I'm cool or not, because I feel like <laughs> I need to know because right now I'm not feeling very cool. Mm. And instead of having any or, or letting those when thoughts you, happen. When do you notice that you don't worry about that? Are there, are there any it's moments like, where you when, don't just worry? Just when I'm, when I'm like fully engaged in something, when I'm doing some, when I'm doing the thing that yeah. I'm, that I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. But then when your mind wanders, you it's just, yeah, it's just like when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, you like, like when little... I lay down, when I'm not, when I'm not engaged in whatever work or thing I'm mm -hmm. trying to do, which is why I always need to like busy myself because it's like, if I stop I'm just going to be stuck with myself and in my head. And if I'm in my head, all I'm thinking about is how inadequate I am to the rest of the world, mm. which is, and, and then it's, and it, and I know that that's not true, but it's still like where I go. It's like being on a bad drug trip or something like that. You know? Well, what's interesting is like, it doesn't matter. Of like, course it no, doesn't matter. There's no metric towards that. That's, it's an interesting point. Cause I've definitely fallen down those, paths before in my life and i feel f as far away from it as as i've ever been worrying what the public thinks of you yeah because <clears throat> one it's constantly a moving target and so it's impossible to like ride that wave to mm -hmm. the beach you're just you're gonna crash and burn eventually yeah regardless of how high on the wave you surf you're just you're gonna you're gonna hit the reef yeah um and we live in a digital economy where everything is fractured and fragmented now. So you, you could be winning Grammys. You could be starring in the greatest TV series of all time. And three quarters of the population doesn't know who the fuck you are. Yeah. Like it used to be where that adoration like actually meant something like you, and think about it, how many incredibly powerful creatives like couldn't handle that that's that rod of fame, right? Like Elvis, Michael Jackson, um, countless Marilyn Monroe, countless individuals who just couldn't that that load of fame and adoration was too too heavy to of a load to bear. Mm -hmm. The ones that seemed to do it well seemed to not care at all. Like, um, and just simply because it's like, like the folk who, who will tell you, yeah, I don't really, I don't listen to adoration just like, like I don't, or something just like, like I don't listen to bad reviews. Yeah. Cause they're both just as, just as minimal. Yeah. As, as the other, like, like a really rave good review is just as vapid as a terrible review. Yeah. Like it doesn't actually mean anything in your life. Now, granted, like, uh, I, I definitely think self, um, 
thought and what you're doing and how you're doing it is healthy. Like, okay, could I be doing this differently and better? And there's probably a few people in your life who will give you it as it is, but like adoration from random people is kind of pointless for sure. But at the end, like, yeah, it is when you pull back from it far enough, but you're still, you're still gripped towards it. I I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I'm definitely a lot less connected to it than I was, but I'm, I still dig it. I I dig exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And then, you know, when you get it and when you have access to it, it's like, well, why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I want people to be, why wouldn't I want to be adored if they're, if, if people do, if people feel that way about me and I can like receive that from them, my problem is like feeling like if I'm not getting enough of a dose of that thing, I need to go like seek out more of it rather than just like sitting with myself and being like, I'm good regardless Mm, of it. Um, And that's why I continue to just like do things like keep myself occupied. Cause if I'm, if I stop then I'm stuck with myself and that's such a shitty thing to do because myself is fucking awesome. Like I need to realize I need to adore myself rather than expecting it to come from anybody else. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it's, it's, I mean, it's a, probably a lifelong journey, but I would imagine that totally and that I, age will prove itself to help I think you. So. That, I, I'm sure that. it will. It's, it's, <clears throat> it's already evolving, but I was even getting a massage yesterday and, talking to our friend Shauna who was doing it for me and uh we were just talking about like identity and <clears throat> I was talking about how like I I kind of stand on this platform of being like this relatively like vulnerable and like you know open to acknowledging my insecurities and character defects and honest and you know hopefully trying to stand with integrity type of human being like I I I try to represent myself as a vulnerable, compassionate, and uh, aware, self-aware type of person. But I also think that there's a difference between presenting as that and actually being that. And I think I'm like, I think I have uh, in my life taken this course of like becoming an actor and like presenting like, I'm super vulnerable and I'm super like, yeah, I'm insecure. Like I, I'm acknowledging that I'm insecure and I'm, I'm this and I'm that. And I'm all these things that like, I think there's truth in everything that I try to say, I, mm. I hope. Um, but I think a big part of it is the presentation. And it's just mm. like, I said it yesterday in our massage and I kind of like opened my eyes on the table and was just like, I'm a fucking fraud. <laughs> it was like this really <laughs> crazy moment, which is not all true, but that's just like where I go with myself. You know, it's just like, Jesus dude, like take fucking easy on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're, you're ultimately a awesome human. And so whatever you're doing, um, in that bad, but yeah, well, well that the was funny all part I about the funny part about like Keep going, <laughs> I'm insecure. You're taking security in being insecure. Like you're finding security yeah. in your ability to say I'm insecure. Yeah, 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 right. So it's like it's it's like constantly a juxtaposition. Like it's so weird how we exude the things that we're not while we're trying to exude the thing that yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah, right. It's like a it's like a reverse defense mechanism. Yeah, it's weird. It's just like I feel like <clears throat> oh, 
I can say all the worst things about myself. I can call myself out. I can be self-deprecating. I can shit on myself and make myself look like the biggest fool in the world so that you can't. <laughs> right? right. Like if I get there first. Yeah. If I get there first, then uh, you won't be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, I do that constantly. I used to do that constantly. I think I still kind of do where I keep my expectations... I don't get excited about things. I gotta just, I don't allow myself to get excited about things because it's an easier fall from nothing than it is to like actually exert my will and try. Yeah. And, uh, that it's a defense mechanism that just, I think lends itself towards just mediocrity. Yeah. Really. And, uh, I don't, I don't like that I do that, but I do it all the time. Uh, we got to wrap this thing up, baby. Well, we're not mediocre at all, fellas. I think we're all exceptional human beings I'm in our own right. I'm fucking super insecure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm just saying that so that I can feel more security right now. There you go, dude. You're winning battles every day. Thanks, dude. I feel great about myself now. You got it? Good. Steve's yawning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, folks. We love you. Hope you're well. Stay well. Stay blessed. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye. Oh, boo boo. Did you just make it to the end of the video? Yes, you did. Do you want to see more videos just like this one? Huh? Do you? Well, then head over to patreon.com slash live at the lodge where you can support the how goods of this podcast as well as the entire live at the lodge family. Yep. Yeah. You're going to get exclusive merch, personalized shout out videos. Me and Jules, we're going to show up at your house and baptize your nephew. Huh? Check it out. Patreon.com slash live at the lodge. <laughs>